0: Shall we pray before we start? Father, we just want to lift your name on high so that you will bring all men and women unto you and unto you alone. Open up our heart and open up our mind so that we will be receptive to your words and let your words bring healing, transformation, and reconciliation in all of our hearts today. And in Jesus' name, all God's people say Amen. Amen. Today, my message is the power of love and forgiveness. Let me read to you from Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 to 15. For if you forgive people, their trespasses, their reckless and willful sin. Okay, you have to remember this word, okay? Tell the person next to you, reckless and willful sin. Come on. Leaving them, letting them go, and giving up resentment, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, again, over here we can see, this is the AMPC uh, uh, version, what is the, their trespasses? It say that it's their reckless and willful sins leaving them, letting them go, and giving up resentment, neither will your father forgive you, your trespasses. Okay, so from here, we can uh, understand a few facts. Okay, as a Christian... Forgiveness is not something that, uh, well, if you want, you do it. If you like it, you do it. If you can, you do it. But I guess when we read this uh, Bible verse, it is really not an option for us. How many of you say yes? Okay, good. So we are on the same page. Okay, yeah. Now, uh, I think I want to bring it a little bit deeper to you that, uh, you know, for you to consider. Forgiveness has got to do with your salvation, okay? I leave it to you to think deep, okay? Because if you consider this, what will happen to me? Where will I go if my father does not forgive me? Amen? Okay, so it is not something that we take it for granted. It is not something that we take it lightly. But as a Christian, as a true follower of Jesus Christ, this is something that we really have to consider carefully. Amen? Okay, so how many of you agree with me as a Christian, we need to forgive? Yes or no? Yes, Yes, right. But is it easy to forgive? Very honest people here, praise the Lord. Okay, it is okay. So first is we know that we don't have an option; we must forgive, right? But the fact remains unchanged that it is very difficult, right? Especially those people who hurt us so much. Okay, uh, uh, the Indonesians say that apalagi kalau yang udah utang kita duit. Right? Yeah. You will see that, that they owe you a lot of money and they tell you that, no, I cannot pay you now. Okay. But then after that, you check on the social media. You see that they're having a holiday in Italy. <laughs> right? And uh, they're having the, the, the holiday in Paris and eating the best French meal. Okay. You were like, what? What? Okay. Do you know this person is a leader? Do you know? Do you know this person teach me Bible? You know? Yeah. So, the, well. So, today, let us explore the key how to forgive. Amen. Okay, some of you uh, already uh, know my story, right? How I was abandoned and how I was uh, going through such a tough life in Singapore alone, okay, with a sick child. And uh, this verse, the earlier one that I wrote, uh, that, that I read, was given to me when I wanted to become a serious. Follower of Jesus Christ. The word of God say, If you don't forgive, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. I say that, what do you mean, God? He said that, yeah, you have to forgive. You mean I have to forgive my ex husband? The one that dumped me as if in the deep ocean that I tried so to... hard. So you mean I have to forgive him? It's as if I'm being thrown out in the big and deep ocean that I have to try so hard just to be alive. I have to swim across the sea to get into the shore. There are two things that always break my heart. When I remember, when I stepped into the house, when I opened my bedroom, when I stepped into my bedroom, when I saw a woman sleeping on my bed, using my driver, and using my driver, and my heart break again and again and again at the remembrance of that. You mean I have to forgive? That words that keep ringing in my ears, I just don't love you anymore. You mean I have to forgive that? And the word of God say, yes, because if you don't forgive, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. I was like, okay God, in my own strength, I will fail terribly. But show me the way. Teach me how to do it. I will obey. You see, friends, there's a good news. The good news is this. You don't have to try in your own strength. Because in your own strength, you will fail terribly. But what you need to do is to come before God and say, I am willing. Help me. And the good news is this. When God gave us an instruction, He want us to succeed. So there is a way out in all your circumstances, in your situation, no matter how bad it seems. What you need to do is dig it in the Bible. Dig it in the Word of God and find what to do. Amen? Yeah, and I was given two key practical applications that saved my life. And I believe some of you need these two practical applications as well. Colossians chapter 2, verse 11. This is the biblical practical application that helped me to get through it. The Bible says, in him also you were circumcised with a circumcision not made with hand, but in a spiritual circumcision performed by Christ, by stripping off the body of the flesh, the whole corrupt, carnal nature with its passion and lust. You see, how do I take this word of God and apply it daily in my life in order for me to get our breakthrough. You see, the word of God is not just there written for you to read. But the word of God is there meant for you to get your breakthrough. Amen. But you need to get it. You need to practice it. You need to apply it so that you can have your breakthrough. Okay. So how do I use this verse? A simple one, Colossians 2.11 to get my breakthrough. Okay. You see, over here, this is what it says very clearly. God himself will perform spiritual circumcision on us by stripping off the whole carnal nature, the corrupt nature, the unforgiveness, the bitterness, the anger, easily angered, easily offended. God himself will perform. Amen, right? So what do I do? It is not a method. Okay, but just share with you a little bit of my experience, okay? What do I do? I take the picture. You know when I look at that face as if like there is a volcano erupting within me. Okay. Want to get angry. Have you ever come across at the mention of a person's name or a flash of that face immediately you sense that this volcano is going to erupt within you? Yes or no? Yes or no? very honest people here. That's what I like. New beginning church. Amen. (laughs) So, I put that at the side of my bed. Why? So that I get to see morning when I wake up one time at least and at night before I sleep one time at least two times. Okay. Every time when I look at that face, my heart, Breaks. Every time when I look at that face, I am, my emotion play within me. So much hurt, so much disappointment, so much bitterness. This is what I do. Colossians 2.11. I come before the Lord. I say that God, I cannot, I just cannot. But I'm willing. Perform your spiritual circumcision on me right here. Remember that sound, okay? That is a life-saving sound, okay? Perform your spiritual circumcision on me right here. Okay. It's not that I pray one time, suddenly, the next day, wings came out from my side. And I straight away can forgive. No, it doesn't work that way. It takes a lot of perseverance. It takes a lot of endurance. Some people ask me, Pastor, how many times I have to cut a day? Okay, yeah. How many times I have to ask God to perform the spiritual circumcision? Okay. Perhaps some of you are being taught, okay, that uh, to deal with anger, to deal with depression, to deal with uh, a bitterness, I cut it off in Jesus' name, right? Okay. Now. Nah. I cut it off in Jesus' name. It started with this Colossians chapter two, eleven. Okay, so now you know the Bible verse that back up that statement, that common statement that many people use. I cut it off in Jesus' name. Okay, yeah. So pa- many people ask me, Pastor, how many times I have to cut? Well, you cut until it doesn't hurt anymore. Okay, so it really. Depend on you, but perseverance and endurance count here. Okay, months pass by. I just keep practicing Colossians chapter two eleven. What happened? Years pass by. One day, without realizing, when I look at that picture, that hatred is gone. That disappointment is gone. That bitterness is gone. Just like that. Amen. Friends, it's not in in my strength. It's not in your strength that we can do it. But it is in God's strength that He will empower us. Amen. Yeah. So, what happened? I asked God, give me a chance if I can reconcile if I can have a closure. A few years later, I got a chance to meet him again. And uh, I said, come, let us talk. He already got married. He already got a new life. And I shared with him everything. I shared with him how he dumped me, how he dumped my baby. And then after that, Jesus met me, and Jesus also healed me, and also healed our daughters. And I said this to him, you must receive this Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Okay, let you make a guess. Did he say yes or no? He said yes. And all glory to God. This is only possible when God is in the picture. Amen? Amen? Yeah. So the... What about the second practical application? In the days that you find that it's so tough, okay, this is not just applicable for unforgiving, okay, but also depression. You know, depression case are uh, on the rise. Across the ages, from young to old, okay, what can you do? Which biblical practical application you can use so that you can have breakthrough in your life the next practical application is in second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 again if you wonder pastor Pastor Judith, why your verse so long because i'm using ampc version okay why do i use ampc version because it has got the hebrew and the greek uh, translation Okay, if you see the black cat in, okay, uh, so, so, so it's not, uh, the Hawkins say low, uh, low so you know, low so a bit low so never mind, but it saves your soul, amen? Okay, but he said to me, my grace, what is my grace? My grace is simply my favor and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, enough for what? It is sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled and completed, and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and power of Christ the Messiah may rest Yes, may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me. What if you are hurt in the ministry? Is it possible for us to be hurt in the ministry? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Do you know, I mean, uh, 28 years following Jesus Christ, I realized this. You know, the very mean person, the very nasty person is not other religion. Yeah, our anointed worship leader smiling. He knows what I'm saying. Okay. I realize that Christian can be very mean and nasty and judgmental. Okay. So it is very possible for us to get hurt, especially in the ministry. Okay, especially as a pastor, let me tell you. So pray for your pastor, love him, encourage him, because he gets the most, I think. Correct, Pastor Stephen? Same as me, too. Okay, yeah. So um, when I wanted to become a serious follower of Jesus Christ, what do I do? I was so on fire that I know that I have a calling to be a pastor. And to have a calling as a pastor, I need to go to Bible school, yes or no? Yes, huh? Okay. So uh, I um, applied myself and I went into the school. I got a, a Bachelor of Theology and Pastor Jason has got the Master of Theology. We study like mad. Do you know Bible school is no joke? Every week, you have to read, do book review. And the book is this thick. Okay, you refuse until you get PhD. Do you know permanent head damage? <laughs> English is not my uh, a first language. You know, I study until I hang. Okay, but out of my love for Jesus, all is worth it, right? Yes or no? Yes, right. Okay, come the day before graduation. Graduation is on Saturday. Friday, the dean called the both of us up. Share your testimony. I was like so happy. Oh, dean want me to share my testimony. I think tomorrow at the graduation ceremony, perhaps he will ask me to share testimony. That's why now he wants to hear what I'm about to say, right? I was so excited. I was talking and talking and talking and talking nonstop. Okay, and then after that, he looked at me. "Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you this. I can graduate you from this school, but you can never be ordained as a pastor. You can never take part pup, pupit ministry. You can never be a worship leader. You can never do anything on the stage. There are many things you can do. You can do off the stage. You can do ushers, you can do stack chair, you can do an A V. You can do anything, children's uh, 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 Sunday school, but not on the pulpit. I was like, huh? What happened? What happened to me? And he said that you divorced and remarried. And you, he pointed at Pastor Jason, and you married a divorcee. Both of you are adulterer and adulterous couple. I was like, huh? I suddenly become an adulterer and an adulterous couple. <laughs> I say that, but, 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 I'm not the naughty one in the relationship. Do you know what it meant? I got dumb, left, almost died, with no money, with a sick child. And God loved me so much, and I love him so much, that he restore me and i want to serve him and just as simple as that and he said that it doesn't matter whose fault as long as you divorce and you it, you are adulterer and adulterous couple how was that like, you know uh, uh it's like a, there's a big stamp being stamped on my face <coughs> suddenly i become adulterer and adulterous couple okay so I was thinking, I was just a young Christian back then. This was like 20, 18, 20 years ago. Of course, he's a dean of uh, you know, a reliable Bible school. Of course, what he said is the truth is correct. I'm the wrong one. So I asked him, then tell me what must I do in order for my life to be right? This is what he said. Then you have to divorce again. I was like, you know, agamawi, you know. Yes, I'll do everything for God. I'll divorce. And I'll make sure this time around, I will never ever remarry again. Because my life is about obeying God. I went back to home, I cried a big time. I cried 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 and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. Okay, I tell Pastor Jason, okay, Today is Friday. Saturday, Sunday, uh, the, uh, 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 the law firm is not, is not open. Monday, let us go to the lawyer and let us just proceed with uh, the divorce so that I can be right with God. Okay. Pastor Jason is a man of God, a man of few words. He didn't say anything. He just looked at me. He just ignored me. I never tell anyone anything, okay? On Sunday, I went to church. There's a lady that I don't know her, but she seems to know me. She passed me a gift, a very beautiful gift. He said that, God asked me to pass this to you. And you know, I'm very afraid when people tell me that God said this, God said that, okay? Yeah. So I took that gift and I went back home and I unwrapped the gift. It was a very too beautiful things okay? the first thing is a light blue top with a hand stitch I clothe you with righteousness the word of God says so the second gift was a postcard and the postcard is hand drawn the postage, there's an angel he said from heaven and three line message my precious daughter Judith Harlem, I love you from Jesus Christ I took that two gifts And I connected You see, Jesus loved me so much That personally he sent me a gift Just to tell me That he loved me so much And he has clothed me With righteousness Amen When I take that gift This is what I told myself I don't care how the world judge me. I don't care what others say of me, but my life is about to obey and to serve God. Amen? You see, friends, I am not promoting divorce and remarriage. I'm not. God say he hates divorce. Who am I as a servant of God to promote this? But this is what I'm saying. I cannot fix what has been broken. I cannot change my past. You and I, we cannot change our past, right? But there is something that we can do. We can strive to live in obedience and holiness Right now, till the day we die. Because in that, there is no more condemnation. Amen. You see, we cannot live our life loosely and say that, I'm under grace. There's no more condemnation. No, it doesn't work that way. But... If our life is about striving to obey Him, not in our own strength, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, if our life is about we want to pursue the biblical holiness, in it, the Bible says, there is no more condemnation for those who walk in the Spirit and no longer governed by the flesh. Amen. So, what happened? Two years later, Pastor Jason got a brain cancer. Okay, the same group of people, the same denomination came. See, I told you. Already told you cannot serve God. Already told you cannot stand on the pulpit. Already told you cannot preach, cannot share testimony. You still do it. That's why you got brain cancer, right? You see, God curse you. Can forgive or not? Can forgive or not? Okay. Never mind. Midway, midway. By the time at the end, you better say yes. If not, I will repeat from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Now it's still midway. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. So, what do I do? Same thing. Come before the Lord. God, perform your spiritual circumcision on me right here so that I can forgive. Yeah. And then after that, the brain cancer lasted ten years. The same group of people. You see, I already told you. You not just cursed by God. You also know faith. <laughs> so how? Same thing, friends. By now, you need to remember this. Colossians two eleven is see. C- 211 Okay? Yeah? C211. Same thing. God, perform your spiritual circumcision on me right here. What happened? Ten years later, Jesus came all the way to Mount In e. Novena and touched Pastor Jason and breathed a new breath of God into his nostril and he healed and he walked out of the hospital. And this thing is quite, you know, a, a big circulated among the Christian and all across denomination. And we were invited back in the same Bible school, in the same denomination, and we were acknowledged as an ordained minister and pastors and teaching and ministering and sharing the word of God. All glory, I want to give to Jesus. Amen. Friends, this is my message. If you are treated unjustly, remember, you have a heavenly Father in heaven. You're not alone. Even when you think that no one is for you, your heavenly Father says that He will vindicate you. Amen. Your heavenly Father says, vengeance is His. So you can let go. Amen. What if you are hurt at home? What if you are hurt by your family, in-laws, outlaws. No, sorry, no outlaws. Okay, yeah. Yeah, parents, children. Yeah, what if you are hurt by family? Same thing. What if you are hurt by your husband, by your wife, by your spouse? What happened? What can you do? Don't call 911. You must call what? See? 211. Same thing. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 to 27, the Bible teaches us when angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath your exasperation, your fury or indignation lasts until the sun goes down. Leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. Friends, from this verse, you read it very clearly. Unforgiveness, quarrel, is not about you and the other party. Forgiveness is never about us and our offenders, but forgiveness is all about us and the Lord, our God, and our blessing. Amen. Unforgiveness is not about us and our offenders, but unforgiveness has got a lot of us, has got a lot of things to do between us and Satan. We need to be aware of this. That's why the Bible said, leave no such room for the devil. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 to 32. Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper. Okay, this is for those that, you know, a bit, a bit angry, a bit, a bit, you know, uh, but I'm sure that don't have here, right? Don't have, right? Don't have, huh? Okay, if have, never mind, just... Practice C two eleven, you can come before the Lord. I why am I so angry all the time? God help me perform a spiritual circumcision and I cut it off this anger in me that always want to fight with people. Okay. And resentment, anger, animosity, quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander, evil-speaking, abusive, or blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill-will, or baseness of any kind. Instead, you can become useful and helpful and kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. I want to close with uh, a story. Can I have the keyboardist, please? Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, uh, when, I, when I was 18 months, my father left us. So, um, you know, growing up without a father, I always envy My other friends, that they have a father-mother. So I always ask my mother, Mom, where's dad? And every time, my mother will be very angry, super angry. She will say, don't ever ask me about your dad. Your dad died already. I was like, okay, my dad died already. So as a child... I was like Is it really my dad died already But uh, you know Because uh, It has been planted Every time When people ask me Where's your dad I would just say that My dad passed away already But deep down inside my heart I'm not sure I'm not certain If my dad is still alive or not At the age of four There's this one man Wearing a green t-shirt Came back home For two days And two days My mother disappeared And after that He left and my mother came back And I just realised that that was actually my father I don't even have a chance to call her daddy I don't even have a chance to talk to him Because I thought that this man is stranger And we were instructed not to talk to stranger So I really miss my dad a lot Every birthday, when I blow the cake and I make a wish I hope that when I open my eyes, I will see this man with a green t-shirt appear in front of me. But it never happened. So that longing, that desire, turned disappointment. And disappointment turned hatred. And hatred turned bitterness. When I got married again, my life was upside down. So, deep down inside my heart, I was always angry with my dad. And I said that if I ever see this man, I must settle an account with him. When I was 25 years old, my daughter is already three years old. My, fa- my mother came to me and said that, your father is dying now. Do you want to see him? If you don't see him, you will never have a chance to see him again because... He's already dying. I was like, you say he died already. Now you say he's dying. So he died already or not yet? Can you make up your mind, please? Yeah. So he said, no, he's not dead yet, but he is dying. He's in Jakarta now. Do you want to see him? If you don't see him, you will never have a chance to see him again. I said, of course, yes. I want to see him because there are accounts to be settled. Inside me, I want to ask him these two questions. What have I done wrong? that you are so heartless, you choose to abandon us at the age of 18 months and you cause my life to be upside down. What have I done wrong to deserve this? This is the first account settlement. The second thing that I want to settle with him is this. Now you are dying. I want to know if you regret what you have done done towards us. Do you know if you want to forgive people, that person must be regretting what they have done towards you, right? Yes or no? You say yes, I will really repeat from the beginning. Yeah. Remember the first verse that I share with you, willful and reckless sin. So it doesn't really matter what the person do. Because forgiveness it's the business between us and God Not our offenders Okay So but this is the thing that I want to settle with him I took my daughter We flew to Jakarta He stayed in uh, Anke. Step into the house in, Outside the many uh, small small little, little fish With uh, a lot of aquarium Okay the two story And then I have to pass through the, the staircase And then the staircase I see so many children The big one to the small one Okay and then the caregiver told me that these are all your father's children. I was like, huh? So many? He said, yeah. And the youngest one is two year old. My daughter is three year old. I was, you know, Hin, Hin, you know, Hin. Okay. So I said Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Bring me to see my father. I want to settle something with him. The caregiver brought me to the second floor and I saw this man was lying. Very sickly. I call him. I say, "Pa, I'm Ying Si. That's my Chinese name. I'm Ying Si. Do you remember me?" I was just waiting. Immediately when he said that he remember me, the rocket will be shot towards him. Okay. Yeah. He looked at me. He ah. Now he closed his eyes. I said, what is ah? Uh, you remember me or not? Pa? Pa? I'm ink, sir. Do you remember me or not? He closed his eyes for the next 30 minutes, still alive, but refused to open his eyes. I was furious. I kept waking him up. Pa, do you remember me or not? Do you remember me or not? 30 minutes at Time I was so angry. I take my daughter. I told my mother, let's go back to Singapore. This is a wasted trip and he does not remember us anymore. Do you know when you want to settle an account, the person must remember you, right? If the person don't remember you, there's nothing to be settled, you know, right? If you want to settle an account, the person must be alive, right? Correct or not? Right? Two years, Two, two days later, my mother came to me. And he said this, your father passed away already. You know, I really cannot take it. What I need is a closure. What I need is to eventually a reconciliation. But I was deprived of that. I came to the room and I knelt down before God. And I said this, God. I cannot. It is too painful, right? Here. Perform your spiritual circumcision on me, right here, so that I can forgive, so that I can let go of this resentment, so that I can find closure. for the first time I heard the voice of the Lord He said to me from today onwards I will be your heavenly father for I'm a good good father I'll never leave you and I will never forsake you and that's who I am you can forgive because You are well loved. You can forgive because when you forgive, you win. Amen. I paused for a moment and God asked me, if you ever given a chance to see your father again, what would you say to him? I stopped for a while. Think for a while. And I said this. I think I will say this to him. Daddy, I love you. And Daddy, I miss you. And that hurt, that disappointment, that anger left me. Just like And I sense that God is saying the same thing to some of us today. Settle within your heart if there is any unforgiveness, especially between you and your father. For today is special. It's Father's Day. Amen. I want to invite you to stand up just wherever you are. If you hear this message and if you want to respond and if you want to ask God to perform your spiritual circumcision on all of us today, corporately, I believe the anointing flows corporately. Okay? Whether we are hurt by our parents, whether we are hurt by By our family Whether in the ministry Whether with our spouse Whether with our children Whether our business partner This is the time That we want to come together Corporately To ask God To perform a spiritual circumcision on us Okay Just where you are Just place your hand Where your heart is And we're going to pray Yes Lord Yes Lord Yes Lord You look at all your precious sons and daughters You look at all the hands That has been placed upon our heart As a sign to you Lord We are willing We are willing We are willing Perform your spiritual circumcision Right here, right now On all of us oh Lord That we are able to forgive We are able to let go And we are able to heal. Yes, I pray for the healing anointing to be upon you. That God himself will fill you with his love, with his healing, with his tender mercy, kindness, and also with his forgiveness. So that you can truly celebrate Happy Father's Day knowing that you're not alone for you have a heavenly Father who loves you and loves you and will continue to protect you and vindicate you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Abba Father. We receive your healing. We receive your breakthrough. And in Jesus' name, all God's people say, Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you.